0: One of the things that District 186 was really good about, you know, when they had in-classroom learning, of course, was uh, making sure that kids got dental checks and more. And, and that's not going on right now. And we thought we'd bring in Dr. Tanya DeSanto here from uh, Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry every Saturday morning here at uh, 730 right here at WMAY. And, of course, she's with the Prairie Dental Group. Dr. Tanya, good morning to you. And uh, first Good of morning. All, you know, what's what's going on now, now that we don't really have the dental checks and won't have them for a couple of months? What's going on with that?
1: Well, we, um, you're the, first of all, to back up a little bit, we have had a history of the children in Illinois, they are mandated to have dental checkups and those checkups are, are for kindergarten, second grade, sixth grade, and ninth grade of, of any private, public, or parochial school. They're mandated to have a dental exam and it has to take place 18, within 18 months prior to may 15th of the current school year so they still when they're still registering for school they still you know remote or virtual you know in school whatever the situation is for whatever district your child attends are still required to register and show proof of their physical their dental exam there's a laundry list of things that they still have to bring along with them when they register to school um, one of the things that a lot of schools are doing, though, in light of the new um, COVID times here that we're all living in at the moment, you know, dentistry was shut down for, you know, three months. And so everybody got really behind, patients got behind, doctor offices got behind. So if you can prove your appointment, your upcoming appointment, you um, Instead of getting your dental exam if you were not able to get into the dentist, some schools are just letting you show proof of appointment from the dental office itself, like an actual appointment slip. So that's been really helpful, too, because, you know, there's just hardly, there's just, it's just been really, really busy. And so there are people that just didn't make that deadline. So they're graciously extending that to May 15th of the current school year. However, you can show proof of your appointment, which is a new development. So... Um, it's it's still happening. It's still going on. And I think everybody's just trying to accommodate the best they can during the current situation that
0: we're in. But this, talking about pediatric dentistry, you know, it's really important to get to those tooth problems right away. And and this, this is done, yeah, of course, you know, out of safety concerns for everybody. But more importantly, it's done to make sure that that kid has a chance to have a good, uh, healthy mouth as they go forward.
1: Exactly. And they have shown in so many studies, even here in Sangamon County, there was a study done, um, oh, probably nine years ago, and I was directly involved in the study of the oral health needs assessment of Sangamon County. And the number one reason children were missing school was for dentistry, dental problems. So we went in with mouth well, exams, there were several of us dentists in, in Springfield that did this. And we went into McClarnon School and we just screened many, many children and went into the school and screened many, many children. And so come, came up with some really hard, real data, grassroots level data. So children do suffer a lot when there's dental problems. You know, they suffer academically, they suffer emotionally and physically. You know, when you have a toothache and you're in pain, learning is the last thing from your mind and and so many of these behavioral problems are pointed towards dentistry you know the kids are acting out because they're in pain they're not bad kids they're just hurting so this is really solving a lot of problems it sounds really strict to say these mandatory dental exams you know are necessary for all these different um, milestones and ages and grades but it's really really important because you know there's sometimes you can even get decay in between your teeth you can look in a child's mouth and it looks fine I'm the first one to witness this, you know, it'll look fine. You take those x-rays and there's decay all in between their teeth, you know. You don't really catch that but they look pretty when they smile and they look good when the parents are checking their teeth. So there's so much more to a dental exam than just, you know, just checking out the teeth, making sure the kids brush really well every night. I mean, they really need a good, thorough dental exam. They need x-rays, they need fluoride treatments sealants on their molars so they don't get decay. When the child turns six and they get their first permanent molar, we want to seal those as soon as possible so they don't have big fillings as an adult like so many of our generation has. Oh, yeah. You know, sealants weren't around, Chris, when you and I were growing up, so a lot of us have, you know, the big old traditional silver fillings, and so although those are pretty much a thing of the past, I mean, sealants are all the future, so when a child turns six, they get their first set of molars, when a child turns 12, they get their second set of permanent molars, and we want to be on the spot sealing those the minute they erupt, therefore you know they can carry on with life without ever needing you know those fillings on their front surf- their their biting surfaces. So, you know they still need to floss really well, and it's a good time for oral instruction when we see the child and kind of teach them what they need to do. So there's so many really true, um, important concepts that come out of that that dental screening visit.
0: Dr. Tanya DeSanto's Santos with us on News Talk ninety four point seven and nine seventy WMAY. We're talking a little bit about back to school dentistry, and you know, Dr. Tanya, it seems like kids are having more problems with their teeth these days, and it doesn't make any sense to me because there seems to be more ways to to you know you know we have sonic toothbrushes and we have all sorts of things to get going. Is that is that just my imagination, or are we really having more problems? And what do you think is the cause of it? Well, it's
1: a lot of there's a lot of levels for that. There's that's um, a multi level answer I could talk forever on, but really um, it depends on which geographic part of the country that you're in in here. In Sangamon County, a lot of our problem is access to dental care. You know, we've got Capitol Community Health Center, which is Central County's health center, um, And that's a clinic that it it can be a walk-in clinic. It can be a clinic when, you know, they accept public aid, they accept a sliding fee scale. So anybody can get care there. The problem is, is access. Some people can't actually get to their destination, you know, where they just can't access it. Maybe it's a child and they don't have a way to get care or the child stays with somebody who doesn't have a way to get them there. So we have taken it to the schools, you know, with Miles for Smiles where we go and do um, there's dental services that these children get at their schools, which is really going to change things when dentistry can be done when the child's in in school. so I think access is part of the problem, and it's actually becoming answered it's an answered problem we're, we're working really hard on that and you know obviously you know these are, are kind of tough times i mean dental insurance is a luxury sometimes you know parents don't always have jobs that have dental insurance and and dentistry can be expensive when you have a lot of cavities and you need a lot of work done and so um you know there's there's a lot of different reasons that dentistry is um becoming more and more of a crisis. The problem is, is that we've all said when dentistry shut down for three months that we were going to have a whole different kind of oral health care crisis on our hands. And and we do. Uh, People can't get appointments. You know, dentistry shut down and dentistry got really behind and people are trying, dental offices are working really hard, longer hours and, um, you know, trying everything they can to accommodate the backlog of all these patients that missed out on so many um, available avenues to get their dental care taken care of it, when you know you have a dental problem you can't get it taken care of for three months you finally get an appointment to get it taken care of and you know that dental appointment is so much bigger than it was three months ago you know maybe a small cavity now is a crown or a root canal and maybe a tooth that could have been saved earlier now is too far decayed and cannot even be saved any longer so you know, we have a whole different kind of healthcare crisis on our hands now. Just trying to catch up from, you know, the state of Illinois shutting down dentistry for only emergency type services, and all elective dentistry was was um, not allowed to take place. Which, that's a really subjective term, elective dentistry. I mean, what you know, there's a lot to that too. So, um, I hope that doesn't happen again. But we are, everybody's really working hard, trying to pull together to get these kids taken care of, and, and their families, the adults. So I think there's a lot of reasons for that, Chris. I'm sorry to go on to such a long answer, but um, yeah. I think it all boils down to having these children get these mandatory dental exams so we can pinpoint the problem and get started on taking care of it and, and recognize the recognizing the problem is the first step. You know, we have to be able to know the problem and, and get to the child
0: and, and to be able to help the child. So, Dr. Tanya DeSano is with us on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. And Dr. Tanya, too, not only all of that, but I know that you uh, have always spent the summer, you know, one of the days of the summer doing the dental clinic, and one year was in Springfield, as a matter of fact. You know, is that going on still forward or not? And, and has that hurt the effort a little bit?
1: Yeah, that's really an awesome program, Um, the Illinois Mission of Mercy. We hosted it in Springfield last year where anybody, any walk of life could come in and get any kind of dentistry done, whether it was root canals, extractions, fillings. We were doing everything. We filled up the... um, the Bank of Springfield, I think at the time, the Prairie Capital Convention Center, now Bank of Springfield Center, um, it was awesome. It was two days, and it was just incredible. So next year, next this um, coming summer, was um, technically slated for Rockford, but now they are have canceled that, unfortunately, just like most events are being canceled. So now they're looking at doing it um, the following year. So there's still talk about that date and location it's tentatively scheduled for rockford they try to pick a city in illinois and people drive from all over to get this done they wait in lines from all over to have this these services you know sometimes waiting in line the night before in line outside so it's a it's an amazing event and it's a you know we hosted it for the very first time in springfield last summer and it was incredible it was so fun to have it in our hometown and then you know to be able to do so many just thousands of patients and take care of so many people. It was just run so well, just like clockwork. And it takes a whole, you know, it takes months and months and months and months to plan this event, and to have it come off so smooth is just incredible. So that's a that's a really good, um, a really good thing that we have done. And unfortunately, I think you know, just like everything else with this COVID nineteen situation, I mean, we're all struggling about when to do that again and when is it safe to do that again. So. Um, a lot of things are just kind of on hold, just like the school system and, and so many other things. So, um, I'm hoping that we'll be able to do something like that again. So one thing we, um, a lot of feedback that I have heard through my own patients is a lot of people are saying, you know, this is, I'm so grateful I had a dentist to contact, you know, with when people were shut down, if you were a, a person that did not have a dentist and didn't have anybody to contact, that was not a time you were probably going to be able to get care. So, you know, everybody needs to find their dental home so that if something does arise and something happens to you or your family, you have somewhere to go and someone to contact. So um, I think that woke up a lot of people, and that's a lot of reason why dentistry got a lot busier, too. You know, people got nervous that they weren't going to get dental care. So, um it just made everything busier and, and more more of a frenzy situation. So, um, but I think you know everybody's handling it really well. People are getting their care done. It's just taking a little time. So I was really glad to see that like people can actually show up with just a, an appointment card for the child, knowing that the, the dental exam is going to be happening, even though it hasn't happened yet. So that was a, a little showing a little grace to that situation.
0: Definitely. I know you guys have been working uh, your tails off there, but uh, what, what is what is the current wait time in your estimation for getting an appointment at Prairie Dental Group?
1: Well, you know, I really want to give hats off to my staff; they've been amazing. Um, if people cancel for whatever reason, they are quick to go to the wait list to get people in. So we are really we, we are really able to accommodate everybody in in a timely fashion. Um, You know, by working a little bit longer, you know, extending our hours a little bit more, really making sure when people cancel that someone gets that spot. It's just a little bit, you know, it's a fluid situation, and that's something that I'm not quite used to yet. I mean, we had our schedule before a year ago, and that was our schedule, and we knew what we were doing, and now the schedule changes all the time. So everybody, it's just, it's a constant fluid situation because we are trying to accommodate people and really making sure that if somebody does cancel, that those spots are filled. And um, one of my patients told me that they would never cancel their appointment. And if they did, they could sell it on the street. (laughs) 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 I thought that was really funny, actually. Um, But every dental office is doing the same thing. You know, we're all trying to make sure our patients are getting seen, are getting care, Um, You know, the specialists in this town are also really stepping it up, trying to help. Everybody's, you know, doing the best they can. So to say what the wait time is, I don't think there's really an answer for that. We're hoping that people don't have to wait. If they're in pain, they're never going to wait. So, um, you know, our our hours are... (laughs) We have no idea when we're going to go home or what we're what our day brings ahead of us. It's all just one big mystery. But, you know, I'm just so grateful to have a job to come to. And, you know, I've never appreciated that more than this year. So okay. it really really makes you not take things for granted, you know?
0: Yep, for sure. You can hear her this uh, Saturday morning at 730, Dr. Tanya Nisano from the Prairie Dental Group. Uh, thanks a lot for keeping us updated on what's going on as far as back-to-school dentistry.
1: Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Chris. This was great.